0: To the Ascended Cast. Hello, hello, hello! Welcome to the Ascended Cast. We are here with another episode, a special episode. Woo-woo. Mm-hmm. Shiloh, what are we What are we rocking with today? Oh, you already know who we rocking with
1: today. We're rocking with the best. We're rocking with the one and only Miss. Can you introduce yourself to everybody?
2: What's up? My name is Carly Gonzalez, aka. Carly, Nicole, because that's on all my, my social media platforms. Okay. Um, I'm mean. I'm a spiritual. I'm a mother. We here. We in this thing. We're going to vibe it out. So let's get it.
0: Let's get it. Let's <laughs> so, side note is we are missing somebody. We are. We're missing Matt. Uh, yeah. Matt's going Go going, going through it. <laughs> going <laughs> through it. Shal, you want to vibe a little bit? <laughs> ah, you know, I don't...
1: I don't want to put my boy's uh, <laughs> backside business behind them, but let's just say my brother, you know, he, he is on the IR today. But uh, Matt, if you're listening, brother, we do care about you. And like I said, uh, just stay safe yeah. back there. Just, and just stay safe.
0: This is the first time I met Carlene, just from the initial reaction. I can see why. This is actually Matt's <laughs> client. Yes. I can see why you guys vibe well. So I think we're going to have a very, very suitable replacement for Matt today. It's going to yes. be fun. Airways. We'll be taught. We, we will be <laughs>
1: yeah, quite no, a bit. Again. Yeah. So yeah. So you know, you know, Carly, just kind of, just kind of tell people, you know, your background, you know, you come from, and everything else. Just let, just let people know about you out there.
2: All right. Well, shoot. I'll try to keep it short and sweet because you know. All right. Well. <laughs> okay. does not the be sweet. Yeah, I was like, I don't know because you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm a mother. Okay. Um, currently, I mean, the occupation is I work at Stated Brothers. Okay. I am a clerk. So I deal with tons of people all the time. Customer service always been my thing. I think about three years ago, I realized that I was just very unhappy with myself, where I was at, where I was going. And I didn't like who I was. I didn't like looking in the mirror. I didn't know who I was. And if there's anything that I have learned... The past few years about myself it's that I finally feel whole like mm-hmm. I feel like myself you know and I think the fact that a lot of people we're always searching and sometimes we think we're searching for somebody else to fix us or fix those problems but in all reality we're searching for ourselves so mm-hmm. I feel like my My love, my spiritual journey, my self-love journey led me to find who I was again. And it's not to say the old person that I was, I don't honor that. Like I honor all my good, all my bad, because it makes me who I am. My soul contract is who I am. And what I I put out into the world is very important because when we project onto people, it could be a good or a bad projection, Mm. but... My whole thing now is just to uplift and bring people home to themselves. I love that. Mm-hmm. No, like,
0: I, I can relate to that in a sense, like you're always, like you said, you always think that you're looking for somebody to, to like match up or, or feel that need that you don't have. And I always tell people now, like, if you're not happy with yourself, like if you're not happy with what you're, what you're doing or what you have going on. Uh, no matter who you find, no matter how great they are, it's not going to make you magically just feel better about your, about yourself one day. Um, it's honestly probably going to be more problems. I've always noticed that whenever people have those um, issues with themselves, those problems that they have, those um, flaws that they have, and they try to mask it by being with somebody else, mm-hmm. they usually kind of gaslight and balance that person that mm-hmm. they're with. So um, I I think that if you're not if you're not content, if you're not confident, you're not happy with who you are. It's going to be even to be in a relationship because you're always going to be kind of reflective. Uh, you're going to be sharing all those things that you're unhappy with yourself with your partner. And then it's just going to make a very unstable relationship. So I like, that, you, like you, so that you've taken that time to really just fall in love with yourself, to really become who you want to be, to become whole. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't take that time. We're in a really just like rush, like I need to get this, I need to get this, I need to get that. And they don't take that time. And then 10, 15 years later, they're wondering why they're so unhappy or why they're unfulfilled. And it's because you never took that time to go through those experiences and really figure out is this really what I wanted to do or is this what someone else wanted me to do?
2: And you know what? It's a lot about self awareness. Um, I had a Reiki master. And she told me, well, she's also my therapist, but, you know, uh-huh. uh- <laughs> best <of both> worlds. <laughs> yeah, that's of both worlds. I was getting crystals on me. I was like, you know what? Okay. And I'm laying down and I'm having like spiritual awakenings. Like I've come to myself. Like when I said I came home, like I literally, I remember I, I woke up one day and I was like, wait a second. Something's off. Like something's weird. Like the vibrational state of my being, like who I was felt different. Like I saw things from different perspectives and I started understanding like, okay, well I'm in control of what I can do because I had a big problem with control. So, I mean, I wasn't always this spiritual love and light because it's not always love and light. You can give love and light, but also you give also what you get. So if you're putting out nasty, disgusting stuff into the universe, then you're going to get that back. And honestly, when it comes to relationships, when it comes to finding who you are, because I've been in that position where I literally jumped from person to person to person, it did not help me. I did not find who I was looking for, which was myself. And it just created more and more issues. And when I found out the real issue, which I'm comfortable with saying it, I'm I'm open to it. I've talked about it on my YouTube channel, Um, but I've shared my story multiple times and it hits a lot of people. I was sexually assaulted. I have an essay story. It was when I was 13. And from that moment on, that pinnacle moment in my life, like mm. turmoil, just, yeah. I, I literally was spiraling. Yeah. I was drinking, at a young age, like 14. Um, I was the girl in school who always had the tequila, always had the rum. You know, Mm -hmm. I was one of of those bitches. (laughs) I was like, all right, like PD, like let's drink, like let's do this, you know? So it was just, I didn't see anything wrong with it, but I was angry, I was so angry. And I just remember always, always just being like, who am I, where am I going, what am I doing? Like, I just, I don't understand like, and so eventually coming to understand with all my generational trauma that was pushed on me, like, you know, love my dad. Love my mom, my family. Oh my God, bless them because honestly, like they have helped me overcome so much. They've been patient with me, but the thing is, when it comes to your parents, their their parents and their parents' parents, it just trickles mm. and it's like a it's a domino effect. Mm. So whatever they learned, they brought it upon them you know, whether that was emotionally unavailable, whether they, um, cause everyone has different love languages. So I don't love the same way you love, mm-hmm. you love differently, but if we can all come together and understand how to love each other, then it makes it a little bit easier for everybody to get along and just, you know, bring a better light and a better like perspective to each and every situation, like just love i'm probably just going off now i'm no, <laughs> no, sorry no, no, <laughs> no, no, i was like no, wait no. So let me, me reel am in am i speaking too much no, I, I get it
0: too because like that's like something i'm doing with with my own family and like i like how you talk about the parents things because uh, it was probably more so like i think me and matt talked about it like for the past couple of years about just like the, the generational uh problems that go on like you yeah. kind of you kind of are who your family is and if you don't become self-aware of it it kinda of keeps going on and on and on. And so yeah, in these past two, three years, like I've kinda of figured out some of the nuances, some of the things that I do, and it's because of my dad or because of my mom. Yeah. And th- there's some good and there's some bad. And now it's it's uphill battle because sometimes I feel like the uh the outlier or I have to feel like sometimes I'm the uh in the middle because of the way I think of, like, okay, my, my brother's this way because he takes after my mom, or he takes after my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, this brother takes after this way, or my mom's this way because of her her parents, or my dad's this way because of his parents. So I have that understanding, but sometimes it's, like, you get pulled in all these different directions, and you're just, like, shit, like, what do I do? And then, like, they, they don't get mad, but, it's like, they I don't think the same way they do about stuff. Mm-hmm. So it, may, it makes a to like, when we try to talk about problems or we try to address something, where I'm, like, I'm not trying to be like an asshole. I'm not trying to be like, I don't care. I'm not but like, I'm not trying to do that same thing. Like one of the big things um, me and my dad kind of disagree about is um, like watching news. So like I've, I've gone through this whole wave of like, I don't really care about any news media or anything like that. Like, same. I'm just like, it is what it is. Whatever's is happening, there's very little control I have over what's happening in the bigger picture. But mm. in the smaller picture here, I can do my part and just be a better person. Uh, and be not try to involve myself in those things like that, and just be the person that I am. In that little the little picture thing, um, if there is a I can do, it, obviously I can. But like I don't need to sit here and get mad or angry or worked up over stuff th- stuff that I have very little power control over. Mm-hmm. And my dad just like he always gets mad Like when he sees anything in the news, or he always gets upset or like frustrated. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like I, like I don't have that same reaction. Like I hear what you're saying, I know what you're saying, I get it, but it just I don't want I don't want to consume me or make me angry. And so like. With that, like, that's where we all disagree because sometimes, like, he'll try to vent to me about stuff, and it's like, I'm not that I'm not interested or not involved, but like, that's just not sitting on my bow anymore. So, I like that. That's yeah. uh, the yeah, go ahead, Shira.
1: I like that, you know, <laughs> like, and then, speak. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh no, no. So, so, for me, and then I actually want to touch on uh, first and foremost, I want to thank you for opening up, you know, uh, especially with as a man of five sisters and everything else, I know that when, when women talk about their traumas, even though you're so open, even though it's something that you consistently do, it still doesn't make it easy to talk about. Mm-hmm. So to me, like I said, thank you for sharing that to the people around, because I know there is a lot of people, um, a, a lot of women out there that unfortunately, you know, whether it was your teenagers or just in general, you know, some, some, some have faced some form of sexual assault, um, at some point, mm-hmm. um, unfortunately. Uh, so, so like I said, with, with that being said, um, with me and my parents you know i i come from a multicultural family so when we speak about a different type of ideologies and uh what what to do in certain situations um being a man in a a mexican thai and african-american household uh there's a different types of pressure that, that, that i've faced and my family wants me to be away work away and have this solo man mentality to kind of run this because my grandfather is gone because a lot of the things so I was thrown into this position and sometimes if I feel that we should go this way they're like no 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 but I believe it's out of fear I believe that sometimes even our parents and everything else their fear of not going a certain place or even to the depths that they wish they've gone but now you may go Mm -hmm. it'll scare them. Just like anything else, but I feel like for us, we we will continue to break that. You are a strong woman. You are strong willed. You you will go 150 no matter which direction. And that's something that I've known. And to yeah. people, to people out there, I've known this. I've known this woman ever since elementary school. Yep. Our,
2: oh my god, we go way back.
1: <laughs> our, our paths have, have literally gone all over the place, and it's literally circled back to this point.
0: Exactly. So, god doesn't yeah, make exactly. mistakes. So yeah, life works like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Who would have thought? Would have thought?
2: <laughs> I, I honestly, I don't, I don't believe in like coincidences. Like it's just all a part of our soul contract. So everything that we learn, we're learning the lessons, and you know we wake up eventually. So yours is different, mine is different, just like yours. And plus, you know, as a, as a woman, of course, my experiences are going to be totally different from your standpoints because in everyone we have feminine and masculine qualities. But what happens in life because of the generational trauma, because it being passed on to you, you get confused on where it is that you you should be, who you should be, where you need to go. And I think the most important thing is your intuition, listening to your heart, listening to what your soul actually is telling you. Because when you ignore those feelings, what ends up happening is you'll get a sick feeling in your stomach. Like say like, oh, I'm going to go, I'm going to drive to the store. And then you're like, wait a second. I don't know. I'm feeling kind of sick before I go. That's your intuition. That's your higher self telling you something may happen. Like not to say anything bad because we don't want to wish that, but anything can happen. Like people can be gone in seconds and minutes and you don't, you don't know, mm-hmm. you don't know. And it's important to remain humble and grateful for each and every breath that you take each and every experience, like just sitting here with with both of you, it's it's an experience that we're all engaging in, that it's either it's a mentorship, whether you're telling me something and you're telling me something and I'm, I'm absorbing it and I'm listening. But we're all here understanding under one roof coming together that we are all human. We're all here where we have a purpose. And regardless of where that takes us, it's OK that I don't agree with you and it's OK that I don't agree with you. But what I need to do is agree Oh, to myself like for myself who i am and who i want to be authentic uh, put shining your light out there regardless of what others think and you know what at work i've been told multiple times carly like i really love that you're here i really love being around you you make me feel safe you make me feel just like i can say anything or do anything like non judgmental matt has told me that sh- <laughs> the shit multiple fucking times and i'm just like all right all right you know yeah. and you know it him and I agreed. I've worked so hard on that. i worked so hard on my craft, on who I am. And for people to see that, I'm like, hell yeah, that, that's right, like I know I'm doing work. Cause that's sometimes, we, yeah, yeah we, get, we get so worked up because I'm, I'm an overthinker. I, I was brought with my generational trauma, it was, um, I was made to feel like I wasn't enough. And a lot of us in society are made to feel like we're not enough, we're put in this box. Right, and we gotta sit here and just deal with it. But a lot of people sometimes wanna go outside the box when sometimes you need to go inside the box and deal with your shit. So they're like, let me avoid this. Let me just, no, you can't avoid anything because eventually it all comes crashing down. You know what? I'd rather have my epiphanies and go through my shit now that I'm 27 years old, then okay, let me ignore it and let me be blind to everything. And then 45, I'm like, Ooh, God, I'm having a this and you know it's just like yeah. that's no way to live, you know. And I just feel that it's just very important to to be self aware of these things because you're gonna pass it down, mm-hmm. regardless. I, I have a daughter, so when I the moment I became a mother, I was like. The shit I'm doing ain't right. This is not okay. Like, okay, I can, yeah, basically, <laughs> yeah. kids make you get your shit together. And I know most of y'all can relate out there because
0: I've heard, I, I always heard it's like, do you want to have a kid? It's like, you don't even think about partying. You don't even think about, hey, what am I going to do? For you the boys know. And the kids? Like, I got to take care of my kids.
2: For some people, it's opposite, though. Because what you even
0: Huh. And, then, and then let me go ahead on that because
1: that's going to be a beautiful transition if you want to go and do the video. Oh, yeah. Video. Oh, yeah. I'm
2: telling I'm telling you, is, I can talk is. a lot. I'm but sorry. Trust
1: me, trust me, this thought, this thought is going to transition right into this next segment. So we're holding it in. I'm, I'm holding uh, this horse right now. Uh, like, really? Yeah, I know. Like, oh, <laughs> hey, your
0: quarterback is in. <laughs> exactly. I'm going to let, you. So, I'm so gonna let you. you. so
1: everybody, this is going to segment one. She was just speaking on the mother life. So for us, now we want to get into that nitty-gritty of the mom life. And now I want you to continue Ooh. on this next segment. You know, and a few questions while you go on there, you were just talking about a pinnacle moment for you when you're when your when your child was born and everything mm-hmm. else like that. Has there been other teachable moments, moments to where during, whether it was the pregnancy, whether after your child was born, to where you developed into the woman you are today? You know, like I said, you said when you was born, you had to shake up some things. Was it just during that time, or were there other
0: times where you were just like- Was it like an aha moment where you were just like, okay, like, this is what I have to do now?
2: Mm-hmm. So right before um, I was going through my breakup with my baby dads, Um, there was a moment where I was like, you know what, something's not right and I'm not sure. And I knew that whatever, you know, because, you know, we we all believe in something, some type of source. And as for me, I do believe in that there's a higher power because I am spiritual. So my divine beings, my ancestors, they were connecting with me in that moment. And it's funny because it's coming full circle. I was in the garage with him and we were about to break up and something inside of me, whether it was God himself or just my higher self trying to get me to understand that there's something that's about to happen. Something's going to happen. And it's going to change your life. And I go, you know what? All right. If, if we really want to be together, then we will work through whatever it is that we have to work through. So I said, yes. A month later, I found out I was pregnant. A month later. And I was like, oh, shit. My God life damn. is just turned all the way upside down because... I love my daughter. I love that like my, I'm, I'm a mother. Like I, there isn't anything I wouldn't trade in this world. But before I had my daughter, I, I wanted to be the cool aunt. I, I didn't want kids. And you know what they say, the people that don't want kids always get blessed with children. And children are such a blessing. Like I promise you, my daughter is so smart. I look at her and I'm like, I made you. That's you. Like, that's mini me. Like, and it's just, it's amazing to watch her grow. But also as she's growing into this little woman, this little this little being that's gonna, you know, have her own thoughts, have her own like life, like whatever it is that she wants to do, she's gonna be and she's gonna prosper and just thrive. In the same sense, I'm looking at myself and I'm looking in the mirror and I'm like, Every day, like, I got to get up, I got to go to work. Every day, I got to get up and I got to make sure, you know, I'm doing what I have to do for myself. I got to fix the things that I want to fix. Not because someone's telling me, hey, I don't like the way you do that. Okay, well, get over it. I'm running my way, my way, because it's my way or the highway. But also, we have to remember, too. But sometimes it can take an egotistical view, you know, yeah. if people think like, okay, you just, you got a big ego and ah, da, da, da. when you know yourself and you're sure of yourself, you know what, what path you're, you're on and your purpose, people will always throw that shit in your face. Mm-hmm. So as a mother, when I got told, um, that, oh, well you should do things this way or you should do things that way. I'm like, I'm, I'm just, this is my first child. Like we're, we're learning, we're growing together and I have to learn what I need to do and what's best for me and my child. Although I do thank everyone for their, their connections to me trying to help me with advice because sometimes you're like, what do I do? What do I do? But at the end of the day, nobody knows what they're doing here. We're on a floating rock, if that's what you believe, or the, the, the earth is flat. I know those are different topics. <laughs> book, <laughs> yeah, I'm like, in the fifth, in the third, the fourth yeah. dimension, whatever it is, you know, <laughs> we all, we all here right now. And I just really feel that we just, I kind of lost my train of thought because I was laughing, but um, yeah, rolling back to just being, being me as a mother, it's just I do what I feel is right for myself, whether everyone has their own teaching ways, but you mm-hmm. learn as you go. And when I looked at myself and I was like, you know, all the bad habits that I have, they gotta go. Like, I, I can't be like that. I can't go out and party. I can't go out and drink. I can't can't do these things because when I tell you I was going, I went to every rave in SoCal before my daughter was born. It was the party life for me, but see, I was suppressing stuff. I was mm. legit suppressing stuff. All of my, my essay, because it carried on everything that my dad made me feel everything that my mom made me feel because nothing was ever good enough. Mm -hmm. So I never felt enough. So I was like, Oh my God, when I went into therapy, when I learned what was actually going on, what triggered it Mm -hmm. was the fact that I got pregnant. And I saw all of my, like, to me, my nasty qualities, my toxic qualities that I was like, Oh hell, <laughs> I can't be like this, you know, yeah. like all these other people, like they're, they're not woke, but now I'm waking up to it. Now I got to learn what's right for me and the direction that I need to go into. So I, I took that. I was self-aware. I, when I broke up with my baby dads, I wrote in a journal and I was writing, I did self help books. I, I, I meditated. I, I got into crystals. I did all of these things that I felt were right for me. And let me tell you one thing That sh- that shit's stupid of stuff in my household. I'm like saging and I'm like doing this. (laughs) And everyone's like, (coughs) I'm like, it's you, it's you. You can't, you can't, you know, like stay away from me because when I tell you the dark night of the soul, everyone goes through it. The dark night of the soul is when your depression comes to the forefront and you have to deal with it. And I believe the only way out is through, you have to go through it. If you got to cry it out, if you got to find healthy habits, like going to the gym, Um, you know, being with people who are like-minded like you, who want the same thing as you. Because imagine, I'm a mother, right? And I got my party friends and I got my mother friends. Okay, we're all going to kiki and go like, okay, let's go to the park and let's, you know, maybe sip a mimosa, you know, every Sunday. And then I got these girls who are out here like, girl, get a babysitter, you know, like, let's go out here. Let's do this. I don't want to do that, you know, like, I want to be me and be a good mother and me, in my opinion, that's not what it means to be a good mother. Yeah. Like, I don't want to get high. I don't want to be drunk all the time. And when the forefront came, that pinnacle peak, I, cause I've always had a drinking problem. I drank a whole Jameson bottle to myself and to this day, even just <laughs> mentioning <about that. laughs> the word, that word, it's just, it was bad. Like I, I couldn't believe it. I was like, shit. And that's the same night that I had a spiritual awakening. I listened to this sound and I came to, and it was just the biggest vibration, the biggest thing. And it only took me 10 minutes. I put my headphones in. I listened to that sound. It was a a deep meditation for sleep. And I went to bed and it was wild. Like when I say I was back in that room with the guy who, you know, sexually assaulted me Mm -hmm. and I was, my body like, cause it was like a third, it was like, what's the word? Like, um, you see yourself in third person
1: so out of body experience yes it was an outer
2: body experience i was conscious Mm -hmm. so if this makes any sense if you guys know anything about the, the 5d what happens is when you go into the 5d your dreams are are like it's your conscious state of being when we're awake now we absorb things when we go into the dream world like that's what that's how we really feel or that's like messages that your ancestors and um like Divine beings higher are trying to send you and wake you up to to yourself and be like, hey, like this direction I need to go in or or what do I do? Like, what are the answers? What do do I need to know? Mm -hmm. So that's the 5D. That's your dream realm. When you go in there and when I went in there and that spiritual awakening, I was I saw myself like hanging above the bed and it was almost like a like a scary movie. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, this, I was like, I could you can I like could a replay. Them.
1: Yeah, I was yeah, like, wait like a second.
2: Like my whole body was just like a pencil and it was like above mm. the bed in his bed. Mm. And I was upside down and I was looking at this and I was like, Oh, I know where I'm at. And damn, like I can't believe I'm back hits, here. Did it just
0: hit you? Like yeah, you are just like was like, going on. Yeah, I yeah. was like,
2: Hold hold the fuck up. Like something's like stirring yeah. up in my, in my brain, in my mind, like we're, we're going, you know, and I'm feeling it. I'm, I'm awake. Like I know it, like consciously I'm awake. So I hear somebody crying and I was like, and when I'm like my body's right here and I move to the side and it's me, mm-hmm. little 13 year old Carly sitting there screaming, no, no. Like I can't take this anymore. Like, Oh my God. Like, fuck like, you know, excuse my language, but this is what I was saying. yeah You know, like this is, this was me, like coming out of the depths of like whatever it was that I needed to face. And when I woke up, I woke up screaming, "No, no, fuck this!" You know, I and yeah, the the yeah. my baby dad's was asleep next to me, but he sleeps heavy, so he didn't he didn't hear it. Yeah, I was like, I woke up and I was like, damn
0: that's yeah just waking up from so was it an instant just like whoa like you were just like there and then all of a sudden you just woke up and you were uh, icky, you felt like you thought you were still there when you woke up
2: um i felt like i had just had the biggest outer body experience i knew what was going on because i had tapped into some spiritual um i guess so uh, you had, like, yeah maybe, you know, that happened before
0: no, that, that, that was, was the, the first, first time, time. Okay. yeah, first yeah first time. this oh, was
2: um two, two years ago, a year and a half ago, just about, that was my first spiritual awakening. Wow. And that was all because of my essay. Like it led me to, to figure out, you know what, this is, this was the issue. This was the problem. But at the same time, Mm -hmm. I've learned that I, and it sounds crazy, but I've forgiven that person because I know a little bit of his background. I know who he is. Um, they don't, he actually lived behind me. Mm -hmm. Um, and this was like the summer of think i have a 20 was it 14 or something like that um but it was just it was really hard to go through that experience because i was like this is a nightmare and when i read up on it because i do a lot of like research of like spiritual things when i read back up on it, i was like Oh shit, that was my first spiritual awakening. I was sweating. I I had the the, oh, so the you didn't chills know and it. when it
0: happened for uh, you to know what happened I, yeah. I was
2: like I think oh, this wow. is my spiritual awakening. And I was mm. like I think I just woke up. Like I think I finally came to cuz I was working so hard and I felt stagnant and I told my Reiki master I was like what is it going to take? Like what's I feel like I'm stuck. And then bam, like it yeah. happened and I was like damn. And ever since then I've been able to tap into to source. And when I say source, I mean my ancestors. I mean, mm-hmm. like, universe. Like, I would tell Matt, like, as we're training, and, you know, we can roll into that. When I'm training with him, um, and when you're training with someone, you make connections. It doesn't matter where we go. Like, right now, I'm making connections with yeah. you. You're listening to me. You're hearing me. And this is going to forever be... Like in your thoughts, you know, like no matter what, but you're going to learn something from it. And it's going to, what I'm doing right now is like also mentoring the state, you know, Mm. I'm sharing my experiences. So when him and I started working together, we started um, talking about spirituality. We started talking about all these things because he's seen me go from this (laughs) angry, like person, I guess, in a sense, because he told me that I was a good person. You know, just sometimes we get we get out of out of whack or out of line. We get triggered because I was going through things and he understood. And then now where we're at with the clientele ship, it's just like like I had this irrational fear. Random. This is random. But I had an irrational fear of black ice, right? And I was on my way up to see him mm. at the gym, and the snow was coming down. I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, oh my god. I'm like driving. I'm shaking. And I told Matt, I was like, we need to decompress. We need to decompress yeah. because uh, I'm not feeling good. Like, I, I'm, I'm out of it, you know? He's like, okay. And he sat me in the back of the room and we were just in there. I was telling, like, him about my day, what was going on, about all these different changes that have been happening to me. And that's a big thing. Like, I, I don't know if you guys know about angel numbers, but triple five is something that I've been working with now because it's, it's bringing me change. And I told Matt about my first tattoo because it has triple two. Mm-hmm. But when you look in the mirror, it says triple five. So on this side, I was so in my masculine from my SA, it brought me to masculine state to be independent, to be hyper aware, to be fixated on this thing that was consuming my life so much. Mm. And when I woke up and I had that spiritual awakening, I realized that that's not me. That doesn't make me. It was a part of my life and I forgive that person, but also I got to forgive myself because I was young. I thought I could trust that, that yeah. guy. I thought I could trust him. Mm. And that's the reason why I, I, I overthink. That's the reason why I'm so hard on myself. And that's the reason why me as a Scorpio, um, I, I analyze people. I read people.
0: <laughs> you are both yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, and I told him that too. I said,
2: hey, look, I'm going to tell you this. As we start training, as we get together, you know, for each session, it ain't always going to be, you know, rainbows and sunshine. Yeah, no, because um yeah. you and me... like these are two water signs and i have gemini placements, so i'm really like one moment i'll be like oh yeah that's cool and the next moment i'm like (laughs) (laughs) and it goes from i know i know
0: that look too yeah it's so it's like
2: you know so oh my god it's just when i came to and i realized that i was having a a panic attack because i've had multiple with matt and he's helped me He's helped me through him just like my Reiki master and just like myself. You know, I learned what's triggering her and what's not. So when I learned to work through all that and I was going up there and he was decompressing me and we we're doing like breathing stuff. After that, after I cried it out, I was like, yes, this is me. It's okay to have emotion. It's okay to cry things out. You know what? If you want to laugh it out, that's okay. Mm-hmm. But if you want to go and you want to take your time and you don't want people to see you cry, see, here's my thing. I don't care. I could start crying right now and I honestly don't give a fuck what people think because that's me. If I got tears rolling down and I'm still about my shit and I'm still working through it because healing is linear. We are all healing at a constant rate. Everyone's on a different frequency. And at the same time, we're, we all have to remember that everybody is going through something, but that doesn't give you the right to fucking still be an asshole. And you know what it's funny because mm-hmm. when I come when I go into work there's this brand that's called asshole's live forever. You know what? It is true. But in a sense it's not to be an asshole. It's just that I know what I like. Standards, boundaries. I'm setting them. They've been set. You don't meet them, you don't belong in my life.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Let them know.
0: <laughs> yeah. Let them know. It's interesting. Yeah. I I have an interesting question about that mm-hmm. because you say like everyone like is going through something and it's like there's some people that are just um I don't know i have this perception of like i don't think you have to be nice to everybody i think it, it's one of those things to where i can be understanding of your circumstances i can be understanding of what you're going through but just like i might be going through something myself another day so i don't think you're always going to have this perfect balance of like oh i'm going to understand what you're doing mm-hmm. and i think um releasing like being able to release and be like okay hey, just because this person did this or said this to me doesn't need to trigger me or doesn't need to do something to me to where my my attitude or my mentality shifts so they could be just going through something as well and uh, yeah. that was a big thing like amongst like um, friends family members mm-hmm. like it might even my own clientele is, like there's like there's people that come in and sometimes they're just having a day and they're going through it and they're a little bit short or like they'll make a, like a remark or a comment and you're just like really
2: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah you're in oh okay. man. Yeah. I came in drunk with Matt one time. Like I was. In- <laughs> <laughs> I, okay. So I had a long night, man. I had a long <laughs> night, and he.
0: What time was that? Yeah yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. We. I think, we need context to <laughs> this. Yeah, just the Okay.
2: All right. Okay. So. Okay. Probably. Okay. I worded that wrong. I didn't come in drunk with Matt. I came into the session like already drunk like that's what I meant I came okay, so into came in a drunk, so <laughs> yeah, sorry. like you just got back <laughs> yeah I had, to, I had a long night uh-huh. and we had a training session and I was like he didn't keep up with like in that time we had talked about it and also when it comes to clientele um you being like in connections and just being communicative I know Matt has always struggled with that and I'm I'm a person that I'll press I will press a motherfucker and I'll be like hey if I'm gonna be accountable so are you yeah and i'm gonna tell you what i what i like and what i don't like and i pressed him a couple of times and i was like hey if you're uninterested in um, training with me then that's fine i'll find somebody else you know and it's not to say that has to do with your work ethic or who you are as a person but what's what's happening right now is you're not responding and you went a few weeks without responding to me and i was kind of left like wait a second you know like I know I reached out and I talked to you, but you didn't reach back out. And and you know what? And and in a sense, when he was like, you know, I'm sorry, I was just going through some things and look it, I'm the most understandable person. Me, you know, I used to be judgy. I'm not judgy anymore. I am the the last person you need to be like, look, like I I was going through this and I I couldn't like a response is a response. And I tell him it's. It's nice of you and it's cordial and it's just respectable if you could just get back to me within the the at least at least 48 hours. Yeah. I said I'm not asking you to message me the moment yeah. I, I send you a message because I'm busy, you got things going on, I got things going on. Yeah. especially with the personal life, you know, you have to you have to remember like you're making connections, but you also have to remember like where where does that go? Where does that lie? Like I look at it
0: as like a responsibility.
2: Um, yeah. So
0: I, I I always talk about this with my clients, and not just like in like the communication part, mm-hmm. but also uh, the feedback. So like whenever I'm with clients in a session, like at the channel, it's an open channel, and sometimes I'm the only one in the channel, mm-hmm. and I had I had to get them to that channel because a lot of people will just be like, oh yeah, that's fine. Yeah, it's good. It's like, no, like, tell me how you really feel because I, I this helps me, like, like, let me know. Yeah. it's not, it doesn't feel right or if you don't, like, or if you're not getting what you want from it or you're not, like, you're not, or you feel like awkward doing it, like, this, ch- like, this channel communication is what lets me know how I can help you. And, like, vice versa with the communication thing, too, like, I'll have clients where, like, I won't have them scheduled um, on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. And I text them, like, hey, like, you haven't texted me back yet. Like, I need to know what the schedule is for the week. Not only for myself, but for them to know that they have their spots. Because yeah. I like to have them consistent. I like to have myself consistent. Mm-hmm. You're, you will know this to, to a T. He knows <laughs> this uh, to a T right here. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, he knows this to a T. Like, I'm really big on, like, I know what days you're coming in. I know what time you're coming in. And me and you have had this relationship. Like, I'm like, Shiloh, I'll never be mad if you tell me what's going on, just tell, you tell me how you're coming, in, like if you're not coming in, like cool, I like, get life happens, but the second you don't text me or the second you just like try to avoid it, I'm gonna See? be pissed. <laughs> That's it, disrespectful.
2: Exactly. And I explained to him and we had a, a long talk. I said, I'm an a overthinker. Long talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mainly I was the one doing the talk. <laughs> you know, I, was like, I was like, Look here, I'm an overthinker. You give me space and you don't answer. My mind goes everywhere. I'm like, oh, he's just busy. he's he's got clients. Wait a second, like, okay, it's been hours, like you know, it's been about six, eight hours. I don't know maybe maybe he's doing this on purpose. I don't know. did I do something? Did I upset him? Did I say something? Did I offend him? That's my mind, yeah, and I'm like, um, we'll just wait until the morning. let me give. let me get him until the morning. and then the morning doesn't come, and it's just like. Uh, he still hasn't answered me. I don't know what's going on. Maybe he, he read it and maybe he forgot. And I know he's done that multiple times. And you know what? That man be high, that man be forgetting, and I always tell him, I'm yeah. like, just,
0: you know. Have you ever watched me, a podcast before?
2: <laughs> I've seen a couple, yeah. I've seen a couple, but yeah, I'm like, I understand you forgetful, sir, but let's remember, like, we gotta, we gotta make sure that we're being reciprocal, like, it's not about just, like, I don't want you to be upset, and I don't want to be upset, and I don't want to come into a session upset, which is where I'm getting back to when I came in <laughs> drunk. I came in drunk, and I knew we were gonna hit legs. And honestly, he didn't write me back, and I said, like, I don't give a fuck. I was like, you know what you did, because I'm like, you gotta be stay accountable. You know what you did. You probably read it, and you didn't respond, and maybe you were gonna respond, but you didn't respond. So guess what? I'm not gonna respond to you. But the next morning, I'm, I'm in bed. I'm like, fuck! I don't want to do this. And I'm like, it's good for me. It's good for me, because that's my new motto. If something is truly good for you, I'm like, all right, it's good for me. It's good for me. Whatever. So I get up. I'm like, are we? Are, do we have a session today? Responds within seconds. Yeah, of course we do. I'm like, oh, okay, all right. So then I'm driving and I'm pissed. I'm like, you know, on my way up there, and I'm like, you know what? Okay, whatever. I don't want to give him a hard time, but this is where you fall back into your ego. This is where you start to recognize. (laughs) Yeah, this is where you recognize (laughs) and become self-aware of what it is that you're doing to others. And this is the biggest lesson that I had with Matt. So I'm going up there and I'm like, I'm not even going to fucking stretch. Fuck this, you know? So I'm laying down, I'm on my back and I'm like this and I'm like on my phone, I'm laughing and I'm drinking my fucking drink and I'm just like doing this. And he's like looking at me, he comes to me, he goes, Hey, what's up? I said, yeah, what's up? And I'm trying to get up and I go, um, you know, funny story. Um, funny thing. Um, I'm actually like really hung over. And I said it just like that. He, he looked at me. He was like, What? (laughs) Um, Are you sure? I was like, Am I sure? No, I'm sure. You know, like I'm, I'm hungover. And then he was like, Well, damn! Like we were gonna hit legs. Like I wanted to max out your squat. And I said. Well, I guess we're not doing that today, huh? You know, and, yeah, I'm one of those. I know. Uh, this is why yeah, I know, I'm one of because those. I'm those. Just like... No, yeah, I know. I know. You're like, shit. This no, bitch. I'm
0: just like, I've been here before. No, yeah, like, yeah. Really? You're like, wait,
2: something sounded familiar. This day. I had
0: a great idea in my head that we were gonna do, it, and you're yeah. just like, see, now yeah. this is
2: where Matt was like, the fuck. All right, so he was like, okay, well, I'm walking off. He's like, we're gonna go to the shed, and I said, all right. He goes, have you warmed up? I said, no. I don't know. Um, I got here late. I don't know, whatever. And then he was like, okay, well, now that we're not going to do that, like, what did you have in mind? Because he knows, um, I've been studying uh, for my personal training certification. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was on his way, like helping me with certain things. So that's why I'm training with him, you know, to help me, you know, get more confidence and be like able in that area, you know? So he knew that when I come into the session, he knows since I've had multiple trainers, and it's not because I'm hard to work with because I know what you're thinking right now. (laughs) It's just that was a day. You know, that was a day that I was (laughs) having. And um, he was just like, Well, what would you have in mind? And I said, Well, no, it's whatever. Let's do whatever. You, you're the you're the coach, right? Oh, that, you that, tell yeah. me what are to uh, do. I know that right yeah, there. Yeah, and no, then right he here. was like, uh. and he goes, "All right, so he put he puts music on, and he told me he was fine, right? The next day, I felt so bad, I was crying, and that's when we had our long talk. But I was like, damn, I was a straight up bitch. I was like, this was occurring because another guy that I had been talking to. Did like ghosted me and then Matt ghosted me and I was like,
0: oh, uh, yeah. uh, I'm gavel, gavel, gavel. I was
2: like, everyone's underneath the fucking hellfire right now, yeah, you know? Yeah. I was like, whatever, and I was, I was hurting and I was go. But what I understood was I was triggered and I was realizing that me being self aware after that happened, I was like, damn, I didn't even need to be like that and I was just being. I was just being a bitch, and I because I was because I I've, I've been a bitch, and I know when I'm a bitch, and I was being a fucking bitch, so I was like, okay. So I tell him that, and you want to know the first song he puts on? Mm-hmm. It was heartless by fucking um, Kanye West, oh, and oh, oh, oh. I like go, be, so. and, yeah, and I was like, you know what? And I tried to tell him because one time we had a conver- we had a conversation about um, like what music like means to us, and just blah blah. Because blah. I've always been musically inclined. Like I played the flute, the drums, like the violin. Um, I was in choir, you know. Yeah. So music has been a big part of my life. Choir game, yeah, I know. Because this yeah, motherfucker like, yeah, like this yeah. motherfucker was like, you know, shallow from choir I said no. <laughs> I was like, I know him from childhood. I know him because we grew up together young like we what second like second grade I think you met my sister and then it was me because shit I got held back and I'm not afraid to say that I got held back because the way my brain is I'm figuring out that I just learn differently. I need to take things one at a time. I get overwhelmed with certain information. You don't have a
0: great system either. So it's <laughs> so just like, you know. You don't have a great system.
2: So. <laughs> but I was just like, whatever, you know. But anyways, back to what I was saying. So he's doing that. He's playing that song and go, oh, this motherfucker's mad. And you want to know? I just kept it rolling. It was his boss, Taylor, was in the room. And then I think it was um, um, his wife, um, Angel. I was talking to them. I was being nice to them. And then when he made me do something <laughs> and he was like this, I was like, oh, my um. God. I know exactly yeah. And then um, and then he tried to because he knows about my essay. I've talked to him about it. And we were working through trauma in my hip because you hold a lot of trauma in your hip, you know. So there he was making me do something for my psoas and he had to press um, a weight onto my my psoas. And I was like, I pushed his hand away and I go, no, let me do it. And, <laughs> and he goes, um, okay. And so I was doing it. I know, and- I
0: know Matt too. I know his face expression. I know exactly his language. Yeah. I'm just, uh, this is a tip. I can match everything. He's just like. Oh.
2: Yeah. He's just like, all right, you know, I'll yeah. let you struggle. Let you do you. Because one time, the other day, he's like, I'll let you, I'm letting you be wrong. And I was like, it's not that I'm wrong. And let me tell you one thing. I understand my breathing pattern was off. What I'm trying to understand is what I told him is I'm getting upset with myself because in my brain, the chemicals, you know, the endorphins, everything that's like going on, I'm trying to understand the concept of when and where and why I'm doing it wrong. It's not that I'm right, it has nothing to do with being right. It's me being upset with myself that I can't get it right mm-hmm. you know so i'm being hard on myself for not getting yeah. it right but yeah that that was the day the next me. day i came in because we had to we saw each other for a session and then we saw each other for massage cup and therapy i brought him hot cheetos like i gave him an extra tip like is I, brought, yeah uh-huh. yeah, really? and, uh, yeah he is we but, just learned something <laughs> <laughs> yeah um because we like the same hot cheetos so i brought him hot cheetos and i brought him like a bunch of like scratchers just because, like, I was like, you know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know what I did in this in here. Like, it was wrong of me. And I took that accountability of where I went wrong. I said, I should have known better. Yeah. And I and I told him straight up to his face. He goes, oh, no, no, you know, some people, like, we just have bad days. And, you know, we we all did. I said, no, I did it on purpose. And he was like. <laughs> <laughs> and I said, but you want to know why I did it on purpose? Because of my week and what happened to me and you just added the cherry on top yeah. and i had enough i had enough so i was like pew, 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 pew. like anybody
0: no and you know i'll say like what we all have like i have my moments mm-hmm. but i'll say one for example it's like mad had that moment with shiloh
2: oh um, my god
0: uh, we're on his birthday maybe oh. that was the same week
2: <laughs> maybe, maybe it was
0: I don't know so no I think we all have those things and sometimes we just do it like I think, I think you go back to that ego
2: yeah it's that
0: ego of like why like why is this person doing this to me or why is this person doing this I'm gonna, I'm gonna behave this way and
2: mm-hmm. I know like
0: for myself like that happens to me a lot and I've gotten better about not acting out on it in the sense of like being uh, malicious about it, yeah. Like I'm, I try to be more like internalized and be like, okay, like I know this is how I'm feeling. I may not have the best body language right now. I may not have the best like ear or I may not have the best um, listening skills, but I don't need to be mean. I don't need to be malicious. I don't need to be like angry. Like what I'm gonna deal with, I'm gonna I'm gonna think through and process through. Mm-hmm. But I have to be better about my outward actions because. Just because I'm having a bad day or someone made me mad, it shouldn't should, I mean I, I should come in and mess up Shiloh's workout or I should mess up um, my co-worker shift or I should mess up my yeah. client's uh, session. So it's hard because sometimes like you just have all these different things going through and you're just like, man, I'm like, fuck the world. Yeah. And then yep. you're just like...
2: Yeah.
0: And that's and that's fine though because I, I like to tell
1: people, look, we're human. so. Things are gonna get to us, you know. Ooh. Whether it's past traumas, your current thing, whether it's work. Because some of us work, you know, a lot of us work stressful jobs. You know, you whether you're customer service, whether you're oh, me man. with the hospital dinner, <laughs> oh you're dealing, you feeling you're down, down yeah. dealing with PCP drugs and regret every day. All and the all, slammed all three. by
0: freaking big cornfed white boys. Whoa, oh, whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! Yes, yes, that's <laughs> that's.
2: Jello uh, that
0: that right came in one day uh, with a bad freaking back in the hip. And I was like, "Bro, what happened to you?" He's like, "I don't want to talk about it." He's like, "I got picked up and slammed." I was gonna say, "You yeah. got body slammed." Yeah, no. he's like, <laughs> "I got picked up and slammed oh. by some big Brock Lesnar looking boy." And I was like, "All right, no, 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 see, 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 see,
1: people, I'm, I'm gonna tell the truth. <laughs> I slammed Did him. Well, actually, I slammed. I don't want to do this over there. So I, I, helped restrain him very physically on and the side. You journey. got slammed, Shiloh. Hey, <laughs> this
2: House. is what we're talking about—ego. No, this is the no, ego. No, when no, we no, shed no. ego, we take accountability, yeah. and we take—we tell the truth, not the half truth. We tell the full truth. Oh, like, hey, like you, I, could I, say,
0: I you could say you tried to, and then he got you.
2: <laughs> I was trying to do my job, but you yeah, know what? Yeah. That motherfucker came and he got me. Yeah, yo. he got me, and it is what it is. I'll take that L. But what did you learn from it? Is the thing? Did you actually learn something from it? And yep. in that moment, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
1: I learned, you, I learned a lot. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm
2: saying. It's like sometimes, and that's a big thing for me too. I I know where I went wrong. I apologize, and from there on out, mm-hmm. I told him, "You'll never see me come in like that again." Mm-hmm. I I apologize. I won't. I won't ever stoop down that level. I'll make sure I'm communicating because I, that was also my bad too. You know, so I took accountability. He took accountability, and then from there, like everything just went up. Like That's everything good. was a lot better. That's all
0: by the relationship a lot better. Mm-hmm.
2: And it was just like I said. Sometimes people are going through shit. Like the other day on my check stand, and this was just the other day, and it was another hard lesson that I learned. But I I passed the test because universe and karma man boy and i'm not saying like because there's good karma and there's bad karma mm. but it's what you put out into the universe is what you'll get back like i Car- said earlier so this lady came in having a fucking i don't know i don't know if someone spent her coffee i don't know if some a loved one passed away or she was from one of those people that got stuck down here from the mountain or can't get oh, back up to her God. house which is understandable because i work at the red i work at the state of resident mentone so it's been wild and that state of brothers is Got a lot of foot traffic. So I come into contact with a lot of people, a lot of individuals. And with my clairvoyant gifts, with my knowing, my feeling, and just being there with people, it's hard for me to not look people in the eye. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But once I'm there, I'm there. I know everything. I know everything that I need to know, your body language. like I know if you're a good person just by saying, hi. Or, like, the way that your body language is. I could read it. I know what's going on. So this lady, she didn't seem too bad, but we were getting all her stuff down. Oh, my God. She was, like, just having a fucking day. And she came <laughs> at me, and all I said was, we had bagged everything, right? Everything's in stater state bag. She's still bagging herself because she had a big cart, So it's coming down the conveyor. It stopped. There's no room. And I had just said, she looked at me. I looked at her and said, oh, I'm I'm sorry. We're just, you know, we bagged everything. Um, We're just a little backed up. It's a little fool down in here, and I was getting ready to say, "Did you want another car, or you know, do you want to bring the card up here?" Cause I am, I am not rude. But if you're rude to me, then yeah. you're gonna get what you give. If you give out rude, yeah, you're I- gonna get rude. Sometimes we're humble, but sometimes I'm gonna humble you. It's yeah. either your lesson. And honestly, it's a blessing no, because on. let me tell you, your <laughs> blessing is that you're learning this lesson because I'm your mentor right now. And if you're my teacher, okay, then you're my blessing for this lesson. Okay. All right.
0: Nah, I love it. Right, right. I love it. I think that was a bar. I, mean, I, don't know. <laughs> I, I, I didn't know what just happened. I, right. Honestly, you know, like honestly, bro, there's some people that just think <laughs> they can be that way, and they don't get checked. And and, and then once they get checked about, they're like, oh okay, maybe I am the wrong. And that's why I do that, bro. Because there's yeah. so many people that just go about their day being like being assholes or being rude or being obnoxious. Mm-hmm. And it's because people just let them, oh, no, like I don't want to do it. I don't, want, I don't want to ruffle it. It's like, no, like, you're going to get what you give back. Like, yeah. you need that. You need that. And I don't tolerate that. Let,
1: let me ask you a question because mm-hmm. I actually like this. So this kind of just popped in my head. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. Has there Has there been a time real quick for either one of us? Because we we're talking about getting checked. And how getting checked is a lesson. (laughs) It is. Was was there a time that, let's just say one of your best friends, was there a time that one of your best friends checked you that you guys remember? Like one of your friends, was there ever a situation where your friends, because sometimes, you know, we understand maybe family, like our parents checked us to teach us, but was there somebody, and I can even extend to somebody that wasn't your parents, somebody that, it could have been a stranger, it could be anybody, somebody that checked you at some point and you sat back and you were like, Oh, shit. Yeah. Like, you that's know what? Right.
2: You came to the realization and you woke up in that moment because it was a piece of clarity and it was something from somebody else's perspective that you couldn't see within yourself because mm-hmm. that's the ego. That's being blinded. Mm-hmm. You're blinded by your ego and here it is. Here we are and then somebody checks you and it's like <sighs> comes crashing down.
1: So have you have you moment because I'll, I'll go ahead and start with me. Oh, yeah. Go so, ahead. <laughs> so with me, this actually came at work too, at the hospital, because you know, going in, this was my first month there, and I'm I'm used to trauma, I'm used to you know, I'm not you know, people dying, you know, I've I've used to a lot, but it's it, it's always one thing, especially when you're serving the community. To where at the hospital, I get a lot of a lot of hatred, a lot of sadness. People are coming in, family, loved ones, they're in the trauma, got shot, whatever. So people come in with their uncertainty, with their unease, and I remember one time. Um, I just dealt with back to back, uh, families that passed away. We had to tell them. So my mental state was already kind of bobbled, if you will. And I just had a guy come in. I was being respectable, you know, this and that, this and that. And of course he starts with the racist comments. He starts doing all that. Which is unnecessary. Yeah. But, 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 but but then he started to go with the threats and and with me, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm always cool. But when you catch me on that wrong time, like I said, when I, when I've gone through a lot of things. And then he was just like, you know what, this and that. You know, I'll pull up to your house. And then I was, I just turned to him and I was just like, pull up where? I was like, I was like, pull up where? You know. So I, I kind of broke my little, my standard, if you will. And then I, I finally bit into it. I finally gave in to what he wanted, which was my reaction. So then I was going with it, going with it. And then a little sweet old lady that was kind of like observing to the side, like she was just like, me. she was like, Mijo. And she just did this like mijo. And she just did that sign. <clears throat> and I was talking. I just looked at her and she just had a sense of peace about her. That was just like that figure of stop, like figure of like, like, well, what are you doing all by just a gesture? And I looked and I just saw how first and foremost, there's a, a young guy behind me that was kind of training if you would, but I was doing so good. I was letting him know. But in an instance, I broke. So in the instance, I went from the guy that was supposed to lead to a man that just fell below and showed him something you're not supposed to be. Mm -hmm. But it's crazy how I got checked by a sweet old little lady just by doing this because she didn't know English. But she knew she felt the energy. She felt that, hold on, you're not being this man that two seconds ago you just were. Mm -hmm. So when I got checked there, I immediately apologized. Well, I mean, I tried to apologize. The man wanted to fight, so we got Colton PD involved, and that was the whole situation. But but in the end, that was one of those subtle things to where, hold on, not only did I get checked, I got checked in a subtle way, because not all signs, not all lessons need to be said. Sometimes it just needs to be
2: heard. Yeah. And I will say, um, Paulina, her and I, we go back. um, Who's Paulina? Paulina, you to, to the viewers. Oh, to, the, to viewers. the viewers. Paulina is one of my girls. We have a girl group. It's me, my sister, Samantha, and Paulina. We have all known each other for so long. We have all been to the same elementary. So Shana knows who I'm talking about. She <laughs> yes, I she has, she has checked me a couple of times, but also we have checked each other. So it's in a sense when you have those real down right or die, die or, or what is it ride or <laughs> right or die friends that are like really going to tell you like it is like no sugar coating mm-hmm. that's what you want in your life mm-hmm. so when she told me that i because i had I started realizing my friendship with samantha like her and i god we've been through shit like we've been through so much shit and i know all of y'all can relate because we lose people and then sometimes people come back and then we lose them again, and they come back, and you know, it's this push and pull thing, and then we come to like a realization where we're like, wait a second, is this what I want? Is it okay for me to coexist with this person even though they wanna be doing something else or da da da? Mm-hmm. So in this sense, me and Samantha, we have gone through like really like three big like like I guess like friendship, like Breakups because it's a breakup, you know, it's a relationship. Mm-hmm. So, the last one that I'm talking about when Paulina checked me, yep. I had okay. realized when I became a mother, I was shedding like my motherly instincts everywhere, and I didn't know how to reel it in and be a friend, you know. Ooh, okay. So, I was like, Samantha, like, da 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 da, Samantha, da da da. And you know, it comes a point where you love your friends, but you also got to understand. They're self aware. We're all adults here. We know what we do. We choose to do it every single day. And if you're telling me, hey, I'm going to do this, I'm aware of what I'm doing, nothing for me to say. That's what you want, then I got to respect. That's what you're going to do. Do I have to engage in those activities? Do I have to be around you all the time to show you that I love you? No, I do love you. Sometimes it takes space and distance to bring people back together to understand that, you know what, in life, we're always going to have our ups and downs. We're always, always going to not see eye to eye, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. And when I realized, Paulina was like, hey, like you're on defense. And I go, huh? <laughs> she was like, you've always been a very defensive person, Carly. And Samantha feels like she can't be or say things to you. So when I realized that my own best friend couldn't even say these things to me because I was acting out of mother you know, oh. like, uh, 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 wrong, wrong. I was like, Oh shit. Damn. Like I, I, I apologized. You know, I said multiple things we we've made up multiple times, and you know, without the, doesn't matter the day I die or whatever. Like you know, to the day I die is what I meant. Like that girl will always be my forever, uh-huh. like my forever. I don't care. But, um, I just learned that in that moment, Paulina told me, you got to play from offense, girl. You, you can't let people get to you because everyone's looking for reactions. And you know what? That lady on that checkstand stand, uh, was it the other day? Yeah, sh- that's what she was doing. She was trying to get to me. And you know what? It was the biggest test of my life. And I was shaking because I was so pissed because I was like, all right, calm down. Come inward. This bitch is just, I, I had to stay quiet. And she's over here telling my um my bagger shit too. Put some stuff on the bottom. Um, we got it in here. Da 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 da. Like it could get out in this car. Da da da. Um, you know, if you're gonna tell me that you're, what did she say? Oh, that because it's all backed up. That means you're moving slow. I said. And you know what? When I disassociate and I start seeing red, I've learned to just mask it and go, okay, okay, that's fine, all right. Mm-hmm. And I become like my eyes glare and I'm like, okay. Yeah, that's fine. Sure. Uh-huh. Cool. Yeah. And I talk just like that. And that's how people know that there's something wrong with me. Because I'm like, Shh, you know? Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right. And then um, she's just giving us some shit. She's just going in. She's just trying to say, well, if you knew that everything was backed up and you guys are going slow, that's just telling me, da 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 mm-hmm. you should get another cart. You want to know this bitch fucking did? And I'm and in it because she's acting like a big bitch. I'm like, hmm. you know, like whatever. So, <laughs> so she goes, go get another cart then. Get another cart. That girl, Tori, her name's Tori, she, she went to go get another cart. That bitch started bagging, uh, unraveling her shit, unbagging her, well, whatever. Taking her shit out of her cart, putting it on a check stand faster. Tori gets to the end. She brings the baskets. They both bring the baskets. I only need one basket. I said, oh, okay. Tori, take the basket back. Okay, we'll fill that, you know, like just being unbothered. I'm like, I'm going to act unbothered because sometimes you have to act unbothered. So I did. And then after that, this bitch was just like, you guys, I'm just saying all this shit underneath her breath. And no, that's enough stuff underneath the car. And uh, And I'm Mm -hmm. like, you know what? We just need to get this bitch out of here. She just needs to leave. She's got some nasty fucking demons like these and they're, they're letting it out. And you know Mm -hmm. what? You're trying to project and you're trying to ruin my day. Hell nah. And that day. I was asked to come in early, and I said, is this what I get for trying to help? So I came in it, early. Does
1: it, doesn't that always so that feel like that? Yeah. Not to cut you off, but doesn't no. like, always feel like that's where you either come early, you come in on your day off, and you just experience some bullshit. you like, oh, I'm like, no, no. wait
2: a second. I was supposed to come in at 6, 30. I came in at 3, and if I would not have came in at 3, I would not have gone through this. But the thing is, is I recognize I was right supposed to go through it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good job. I like that. Yeah. And that's what I learned. Mm. Then you got you to gotta hold yourself down. You got to come inward and everything just needs to be bottom i
0: don't work in general like, well i mean i, I kind of work in general population but like yeah. customer like, service it's controlled
1: yeah. control general population for you because yeah. you control who the hell you want well no that's you. but then it's also true.
0: at uh, like, Yom, Yom, blah, it's like a oh, little yeah, more. Right, it's like yeah. it's not like general public in the sense that like i'm not dealing with like people just like come in like it's hotel guests so it's a little bit different but yeah there's some nasty people out there
1: there's yeah. some nasty people and hey, you you know what speaking of people we're speaking of qualities you know we're, we're gonna go ahead and go to this ending little little segment little game if you would you know um, here at the end we you know we we wanted to ask you uh, and, and this question is gonna be a general question um, what are what are five qualities that you should think uh, that you should think good people should have? Just in general in regards to, I believe it was uh, a was relationship or, 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 or just in I general? I think in
0: general, I mean like the more I've, I've talked to you in the podcast, like what do you just think? I, I would like to go to the route more of like, what do you think of the qualities people should look for just to kind of like carry themselves, be, be to the, true to themselves, be happy, um, be open. Because I think those actually, the more I've talked to you, mm-hmm. I think that's the important aspect is like, how do we get to this place of like, where we're happy with ourselves, we can be our confident self. So we can be open to relationships, whether it's a personal relationship, whether it's friendships or family. Mm-hmm. So I think I would want to go more that route now is like, what are like some qualities you feel like you need to instill that?
2: Okay. Well, you know, it being non-gender specific to everyone, I just feel that the best way, the number one thing is to just completely be yourself. So be authentic. So number one, authentic, authenticity. When you know yourself, when you are whole, when you have worked on your traumas <clears throat> and you set your boundaries and you know your standards and you hold yourself high then your frequency is higher when you do the things that you love it creates a, a high vibrational light and love frequency and you start to attract those who mirror that same thing so number 1 would be to figure out who you are
1: mm.
2: authenticity and then what is it number 2 understanding because everyone thinks they're understanding until they come from a place of judgment, until they come from a place of critique, <laughs> and let me just tell you, I grew up. My mom is so sweet, but if you were around her, you would know that she. There's always that one little thing that she has to say, and it makes you feel like nothing is perfect. You could create the best. Like for example, every year I make the turkey for Thanksgiving. Right, I make a Gordon Ramsay stock because Gordon Ramsay's my favorite. I make it, and then. They make the potatoes or do something. Da, da. I'm like, oh, mom, taste the turkey. Da, da, da. Okay. Da. She happens to grab a piece and it tastes good. But maybe on that piece in that section, there was a little too much salt. Or maybe it was a little bit dry in that area. She grabs it and she's like, oh, man, it's really good. And I'm like, oh, yeah, did a good job. But it was it was dry. Oh, and I'm like,
0: yeah. oh. Yeah, I don't know people like
2: that. Okay. Yeah. You know, and then I'm just like, okay. So when we can come from a place of understanding, knowing that this person may may act a certain way or may be a certain way you can take accountability for understanding that okay so if i'm going to understand that this person is acting this way choosing to be this way do i want to be around it do i keep myself in this position because we have all the control we we when we know ourselves and when we lead by example we know exactly where we want to be who we want to be around with so when you when you understand that sometimes People are just always going to be, what I like to call is they ain't woke. So if you're low vibrational, I don't want to be around you. And I want to be with high vibrational people. So understanding that you got to leave people where they are. Mm -hmm. So understand that it's okay for you and I to not be at the same level of frequency, but the control is where I come in and I take myself out of that. So that way I don't have to deal with toxicity Mm -hmm. or that that goes with both ways. Uh, friendships and just all relationships. And then number three, leading into that is being reciprocal. So when you give off that energy, when I'm giving a love and light vibration and I'm being respectful, I res- I, I'm hoping that that's what I'm going to get from you. You know, I don't need you to be nasty. I don't need you to be this way, but reciprocal also means like, if my if my love language which is words of affirmation and it's um we'll just start with words of affirmation i'm expecting for not only myself to make sure that my my person that i'm with or my loved one that i'm with that i am uplifting them i like to uplift i like i like to talk as you can see so (laughs) i i like to make sure people feel good i like to raise their vibration by giving them compliments by giving them something that they might not recognize within themselves so i bring that reciprocal energy if you're not on that vibe Mm. and you're not able to talk to me and communicate to me because communication and comprehension (laughs) that's where everything clashes because Mm -hmm. you could say something i could talk here like we're doing all day but are some of you gonna comprehend what i'm saying are you gonna are you gonna feel it you know, is it, a, is it a soul thing? Are you listening? Are you just, mm, it's going in one ear or the other, probably. Mm-hmm. And that's yeah. okay. But for those who are going to feel me, for those who are going to understand, it's going to be reciprocal.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
2: going to be that, that heart-to-heart, that soul-to-soul, that bond that you create with someone, that connection. Mm-hmm. So reciprocal is very important. Um, emotionally available. A lot, of, a lot of us, this goes, I said non-gender specific. This uh-huh. goes for all of us. When we are in touch with our emotions, when we are in touch with being our feminine and our masculine and it is um, balanced, we can understand what it means to be logical and what it means to ride off our intuition and emotional intellect. So for example, if I'm crying about a situation and that's the way I express to feel better, my dad would just the other day, you don't need to cry. No, you don't like crying. I need to cry because this is how I express and release. And this is a part of healing. Mm. This is a part of my healing. This is a part of what I need to do to release it. So if someone could come in there while I'm crying and say, hey, how do you want me to help you? How would you like me to help you? How would you like me to to handle what it is that you're going through? That's also, that ties into reciprocal. But yeah, it's just being emotionally available, seeing someone in a state of being and understanding what it is that they're going through so it would be empathy is along those lines too Mm. so you got to be empathetic but also there's a line that crosses with you know being in clientele relationship because we were talking about that being being there for someone knowing how to push them and motivate them but also being one-on-one and being human and breaking down those barriers and walls because I've had a lot, <laughs> you know, with Matt, and you know, a lot of shit has been broken down, and now I'm not afraid to to sit there and and be myself and be and be one with me, but also he understands that he he could be vulnerable in a sense where if we're going through something at the same time, it's like, shit, like I think I need I think we need to stop and we just need to talk for a moment, and you know we're on the same page. All right, let's get to work. Because when I tell you when I was getting that breathing thing wrong. I cried. He's like, I'll let you be wrong, whatever. He's not what he said, what you fucking said. And then I was like, all right, I'm good. And then in the video, because I had a video because I'm I'm doing my vlogs, I was like all happy. And I was like, see, I was just crying a minute ago. Yeah. And I was all upset. And now I got it. And like, I'm good. And it just, it takes a moment. You sit there, you you in your emotions. You understand what am I feeling? What am I going through? And then that other person can understand better when you have the communication and comprehension. And then number five, it should be known as number one, but we just got to be kind. We cannot be projecting onto people. Like, come on. Like, you know, that's what I'm saying. When my Reiki master told me I was her most self-aware client, I told myself that in this life, whoever I meet, I would pass these things onto them, but I would not sugarcoat. I would not sugarcoat. If you're going to be this way, I'm going to be like, hey, it's probably because of this. Have you ever thought about that? You know, and it's not to be a bitch. It's to be like, recognize understand, be aware of what it is that you're saying and what it is that you're doing because um everything that we say, everything that we do, technically it's it's a spell. Like in a sense, like what we do and project onto word affirmations, um, they become manifestations. So if you are going about your day and being rude, angry, da da da, da then okay, you're probably gonna um chip a nail. You're probably going to stub your toe. You're probably going to do all these things like someone's going to cut you off. You're going to be mad. You know, all these little things lead up to being angry, angry, angry. And then if we let it out and we take that time, then we won't be angry. Then we won't project nasty energy, negative, low vibration, because it's a balance. Not everyone can be high vibration all the time. And that's not what I'm saying. You have to be. Because that's also toxic positivity. Mm, we don't want too much of that.
0: I think that's, uh, that's a lesson I had to go through. That's mm-hmm. a really big lesson I had to go through. I want to say probably like four or five years ago. Like my thing was like I just need to be positive all the time. Positive all the time. Like yeah. regardless of what happens. Like I just got to be positive, positive, positive. And then it's just like when shit happens. Our things don't go your way. And then you're just like. It's like a mask, like you're just like, uh, yeah, I'm good, I'm good, I'm mm-hmm. fine, and then like it, just, you finally get to a point. and so now, uh, so like, and also th- that was like a lot more social, like my social media content is a lot more myself now. Like I like to be positive, I like that affirmations, but it's also very human side of the two of this, like no, like I'm going through stuff. Mm-hmm. There's stuff I'm trying to figure out, and I don't want I don't want to share this, be like oh I'm this happy positive person all the time. And then you see me, or you come across and I'm just like, oh, hey, like, by the way, I'm I'm doing this and this, so I want people to do this. So It's like, I feel like there's a better authenticity when you're the high and low. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when you're in the low and you're honest about it, it's much easier to get back to more ground. And Maybe you're not gonna go right away to that high, but you're gonna get more back to the middle ground because people are gonna be understanding. People are gonna understand, okay, He's going through this, he needs help here, he needs to do this. And that's one thing myself that I try to work with with my clients, with my friends, uh, just having an understanding of like just because they're going having a bad day or going through something like that, I don't need to act on that mm-hmm. and make it worse and, and be like, oh well, you shouldn't be feeling that way, or oh like that's dumb, like you shouldn't be that way. Yeah. It's like my my really problem is like, okay, let's look at what's in front of us. This is what it is. We can't we can't change what's happened, we can't change what's going on but like what we do for the rest of the day what we do for the rest of the situation mm-hmm. let's figure out how we can improve that those actions in that situation mm-hmm. yeah.
2: it's another form of suppression yeah. when you're toxic uh, positivity like when it's going that route you're telling yourself like you said oh i have to stay positive stay positive and then it's eating you alive at certain at a certain point and you're mm-hmm. breaking why don't you just break why don't you just feel through you feel to heal that's yeah. how you move through things you mm. feel to heal
0: Heel to heal, yeah. yeah you, know, you, like, gotta, you, gotta you got a really, rebuttal?
2: You got anything to say?
0: <laughs> you know, you gotta be really big it. I'm not, It's the honest thing. Like a lot of people suppress; they just don't say anything.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And probably a lot of people think and this is the funny thing. Is I'm a very introverted, um, emotional person. I can, I can. I'm very good at having self-talks. I like, can very good at being self-aware and knowing that things are wrong with myself mm-hmm. that day or something I'm going through. And I'm very good at having those talks. Like if I know I'm having a really, really bad day, I'll go in the sauna for an extra 10 or 15 minutes and just have that inner dialogue with myself of like, okay, what am I doing? Why am I feeling this way? Okay, now that I said it to myself, I said it out loud, I know, okay, this is what it is. This is what I need to do now. Let's let's focus on that stuff. We can't change anything else that's happened, we can't change what's been said or what's been done. But mm-hmm. I can I can take what I what, what has happened, learn from it, mm. and move forward. So I'm very good at having those little self dialogues, those self conversations. And some people get that confused because they're like, oh like mm. you don't want to share anything or you never say anything. And it's like, no, I just I've gotten really good about having my having those own discussion with my inner voice. And so I think it's because a lot of people don't are can't do that. They can't. Mm-hmm. They can't. I, I felt that with me with me, first and foremost.
1: I, I just have to say, I really love this cast, everyone. Yeah, it um, was a good one. This, this cast, especially because we, we are the fun group. We, we be having fun or whatever. But I feel like uh, we got to get to the depths of a lot of a lot of topics. And I feel like this this one in particular, we're this is going to hit quite a few people in the nerve. You know, this, is, uh, this cast right here uh, should be hitting everybody, you know, in, in some form of way. So for me... I wrote down all five of what you talked about, Mm -hmm. Um, your points. One thing that's really hit for me, you know, um, and I can speak on personal experience. I don't know if other men can speak out there. Um, Emotionally available. That's the one that I kind of circled, highlighted, because especially in my life, I'm a nurturer. I'm somebody that can give love, give love. But when it comes down to a particular person, whether it's a woman you're talking to, maybe it's a woman you do it, um, sometimes maybe an expectation leads us to, with me, I lack emotional availability uh, availability at certain points. And Mm -hmm. it wasn't until, you know, with me, it's always been, I, I meet a good woman, I end up doing something, and then she slips away. And then of course, right then and there, I learn of one of these five that I did not do, And I can literally circle back to, and I was like, emotionally unavailable. That's what I haven't been to the last two women. And then you sit there, and then you go, and you're like, you know what, I gotta grow. This is an area I gotta be, and this was the last area that I healed from in my past situationship um, in order to be my complete self. So the Mm -hmm. fact that you said that, and the fact that I believe a lot of of people, men and women, um, to your partner, to your loved one, maybe you were emotionally available, But it's time to come back, too, because especially in this day and age to where emotion drive everywhere, everywhere we see, you know, whether it's society's view on us, view on women and everything else like that. Everything's rushing. Everything's all over the place. Become emotionally available. Become in tune with yourself. I believe that was one of the great things. So um, like I said, everybody, we really killed it on this cast. We hit every single thing. Um, It's been fun. Uh, you do, do you have some final words? Do, do you have some things that you actually want to tell the viewers that you have in the works? Yeah, maybe, plug you says, yourself. Yeah, maybe. yeah, YouTube channel. Oh, yeah, you no, have Instagram let me plug. just come
2: my own Okay, well, all right, I got a TikTok that's all my spiritual stuff. So on each platform, it's underscore Carly Nicole triple two to be in alignment with yourself. So, you know, and then on IG, I got my gym vlogs that I'm doing. It's a little bit more personal. We're getting into like meal prepping just what it is life in the gym how what it means to to be training with a trainer a cut going through a cut just struggling with my sciatica so if you're interested in that go follow me go look me up and
0: you know know, a lot of people need that game because sciatica is one of the big things that people don't pay attention to Mm -hmm. don't pay attention to and also don't have the knowledge
1: of. I believe that that's one of the biggest things. Like p- people know of it, okay, they can Google it or whatever. But at the end of the day, I feel like that's where the bug stops. See somebody, see somebody that's working through it, go,
0: gone through the same struggle that you have, and guess what? You know, that's why, you to, to, that's why I have to. That's why have do one of Shiloh. There's a there's a method to my madness. Yeah, yeah. We have, dynamic. We have Do your
2: stretches. Normal. Warm yeah. up.
0: <laughs> I suck that at that. Good. I suck that at seven that. Seven minutes
2: of cardio. <laughs> seven yeah. minutes of dynamic.
0: All right. Well, closing damn. I 100% agree with Shiloh. This is what I want the podcast to be. So, uh, like I said, I, I love having our personality. I think we still did. Mm-hmm. I think we still had a good personality. I think we were able to be ourselves, have the conversation, but get in the depth. And that's what I want it to be. So, yeah, thank you. I would like, did you put everything in there, Shiloh?
1: Y- y- yes, indeed, mm-hmm. I okay, did. Perfect. And just to, okay, there's a clarification. <laughs> I could not decide. Oh, so,
2: oh my well. gosh.
0: So, I couldn't decide. <laughs> You are the first beautiful female guest Shiloh. we have on here. Uh. I just said you guys know, man, Shiloh be hooking it oh, up. Oh,
2: God uh,
0: dang. Shiloh, can oh, I God. Shiloh, God be a guest on this
2: podcast?
0: Man, <laughs> man, we don't Damn. always do Let's this. Let's go though. through it.
2: <gasps> go Yo, great goose, baby. The goose? What the hell? Okay. All right, all Shiloh. Food. So
0: next Saturday, I'm going to be a guest on this podcast. <laughs>
2: Okay, yeah. damn, that's a hella bucket. Yep. There we
0: go. Look, Belvedere.
1: Okay. I'm I'm a man, I'm a man of the people, so
0: Belvedere.
2: Oh, cute. We
1: finally so
2: right there. That's our first right. one we've given out. This is our very first, first, one first
1: and of course, I'm happy to announce you'll be seeing it on Instagram okay. later on today. But we finally Ooh. have our new ascended Cash shirts came in. They're amazing. They'll be for sale. Um, and it's something that we're going to be into. So what else do you have there, my friend?
2: Um, I got some aromatherapy, stress relief, because, you know, a bitch be stressing, but that's okay. We're going we gonna to figure and it out. Same. <laughs> <laughs> We'd be stressing, but, you know, we keep figuring it out.
0: That's actually what I do with a sauna, is I get a little spray bottle, and I use, do the eucalyptus. Good. Oh,
2: yeah, some ghosts. Ooh. I've never tried the cherry lime, but this sour green apple, yeah. Matt was literally telling me that I was so fucking gross, because he's like, what are you drinking? And I was like, it's a ghost. And he's like, well, what flavor is it? And I said, it's the, he it was the sour watermelon or whatever it was. He said, are you kidding me? I said, yeah, what about it? He's like, that tastes, <laughs> that tastes like a four logo. Have you ever tried a four logo? That tastes like a four logo. That's gross. how are you drinking that? I said, Matt, I'm a drinker. It doesn't bother me. <laughs>
1: Okay. It Why, is me. Why is he <laughs>
2: judging? <What the laughs> I know, I know. It was right before. Bu- you yeah. know what? It was right before we got into the session. I'm drinking. He goes, "Is that is that the flavor that I think it is?" And I'm like, "What are little, you little story?" About?
0: So little story that think somebody gives you a hard time about drinking. Yeah. <laughs> be, like, be like, "Hey, I, have, uh, I haven't uh, beer bombed, uh two four logos back to back. Have you?" Uh-huh. Tell him that. Yeah. Be like, "I have a <laughs> video of this man in my kitchen at my house." <laughs> Actually, no, I'm sorry. It was a four loco and then a freaking uh, tall cam of uh pass. Blue ribbon. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, God. Back God. Back you've been that.
2: exposed. So, <laughs> next, oh my so God. next time, <laughs> next
0: time, <laughs> next time, you, next time you, you get your hard time out of that. Be like, what happened to that?
2: <laughs> oh my God. So that's you. Fine.
0: Perfect. So <laughs> thank you for coming on. It was a
1: great. Of conversation thank you. you. Thank you. This is something, something we definitely need. And like I said, to all the viewers out there, this is what we're all about. You know, we're we're average Joes. We're just like you and everybody else doing this thing. We're dedicated to it. But we're here to bring a voice to the everyday people because everyday people, just like this beautiful person and beautiful woman here next to me. Uh, she's in empower. She's somebody that is doing something. Every single one of you out there has some idea, some small business. You're making quesadillas in the crib and you want to expand. I don't know. You make candles. I don't know you make baby wipes.
0: I don't give shit what you do. Yeah. I want to get nail tech on there. I've been getting Ooh. I've been talking to a lot of nail techs. Like oh, nail shout tech? out yeah. to any yeah. nail tech Come. or like a hairdresser, a hairdresser. hairdresser. Be
1: tight. Yeah. Yeah, I need I need we need it all up in here, okay? We need it all. So, like I said, I want to thank Carly again for coming thank you, out. No, nothing thank you. short of a blessing for beyond. This was an amazing experience. And like I said, everybody uh from yours truly Shiloh John
2: Carly. There we go. (laughs) We're out of here, so be safe and God bless everyone.